as the Mechilta reads in Parsha's boy as follows, on the Pesach where it says in Parsha's boy, Kapitel Yud Beis, Pesach Mem Beis, that's chapter 12, verse 42, the Pesach reads, the Pesach reads as follows, Leil Shimurim Hu Hashem Lo Yitziyam Eretz Mitzrayim, etc. It concludes, Shimurim Lechol Bnei Yisrael Yidereisam. And we discussed yesterday the plain translation, Leil Shimurim, it's the night of keeping, Hashem keeps this night and anticipates to redeem from the time of the redemption of Egypt, to redeem the Eden from, from the Golos, etc. As the Chazal say, according to Rabbi Yeshua, Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, Shemurim l'chol b'nei Yisrael l'deiroisam. So Rashi says, what the Gemara says in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, let's just now go directly to the Mechilta. The Mechilta, and that's what we're focusing on. The Mechilta says, Shemurim l'chol b'nei Yisrael, Magid, this t- comes to teach us Shekol Yisrael Srichin Lehishtamer Boy that all of Yidin have to be Mishtamer Boy and that means plainly to be watched in this night. That means the night of Pesach, the night of the, the 14th night leading to the 15th so that night, the Leil Pesach where the Torah calls it Shimurim Lechol Bnei Yisrael Lederoisim for generations. It's a night of Shmira so even though we brought different definitions to that, and that was shimurim, like it means that Hashem uh, is guarding us. That's the, the plain shot, the way we understood it from the Shas, from the Gemara, in Mesichta Rosh Hashanah, and in also in Mesichta Psachim, Dav Kuftes, Omid Beis, we mentioned this yesterday, and Rashi uh, records it. Rashi says so on the Chumash, in the, on the spot. The Mechilta has his take, its take, and that is, this teaches us, and as mentioned yesterday, because the Mechilta used the wording of Magid, this teaches us, meaning this comes to convey a message which possibly we wouldn't have seen or understood otherwise. So this extra expression, because it's a twofold expression, we said, it seems to be repetitious. The first part speaks about the Lel Shemurim, it says it again, as the Mephoshim explained in the Shas. So the Mechilta says, you know why it says Shemurim Lechol Yisrael, because Kol Yisrael Shechem Lehishtam Meir Boy. So plainly, it would mean that Eden have to protect themselves this night, and therefore not in vain. We're going to mention just quickly the different Purushim. The, immediately, the Mogan Avram in his commentary, Zayis Ranon, says, Haloshin Megumgom, the Loshin is not clear, because it would seem that the Eden have to protect themselves. We know that it's a night that Hashem protects us. He guards us. Nevertheless, it says that we have to protect ourselves. Therefore, he says his different Pirushim, and he says we have to say it means Hashem guards us. And we mentioned the extreme text, an extreme text which is found nowhere except for a safer Aderes Elio from Rab Elio Hatsarfati, takes us back to Morocco hundreds of years ago, where he records this Mechilti, he doesn't address it, he addresses the first section of it, but this statement, Hidavka has recorded, don't have to protect themselves. Well, that flows very well, no problem. But there's no such text anywhere. So either it was the printer put in the Ain, or he put in the Ain, but he doesn't address it, and he doesn't even make mention of it. So I don't know where that's coming from, but nevertheless, that's the way it's recorded in his Sefer. But because in all the Mechiltes it says, you have to protect yourself. So therefore, the Nachlas Yaakov on, the, on, on Pirush Rashi, known uh, Godelby Israel from Poland hundreds of years ago, also say, says that this actual Mechilt is against the Gemara. It's Lehetach from the Gemara. 
because the Gemara says Hashem guards us, and here it says you have to protect yourself. Uh, in the Sefer Shavuos Yehuda we mentioned on the Mechilta from Rabbi Yehuda Najar, and also recorded in the uh, reference in the Sefer Pesach Advir on Shul, in Shulchan Aruch and Simetov Pesach in Yilukas Pesach, he says that look the night of Pesach we see that there was the Mashchis that means Yidin had to protect themselves by being staying indoors, and only and uh, but if you come outdoors you're not protected. That's what we read in the Chumash and Parshas Boy. So he says the same applies for the night of Pesach. Basically, according to the Pesach Advir, it means as follows. Uh, the Gemara says you're protected when you remain indoors. And here it says you have to protect yourself, meaning don't go outdoors. And as we mentioned yesterday, it's not a joke. You follow the rules and the instructions from the government, and that is stay indoors. And then you'll be protected. Hashem Baruch should protect us. If you go outdoors, you're looking for trouble. Okay, so I'll call upon him. And others want to say, no, there's a, uh, there's a text in the Yalkut published with a, in, uh, with, a, with, a, with a commentary called Bris Avram, which is a special, a special edition. And there, it, the text reads, which is also an unusual text, that text reads, flows wonderfully. That means eventually Hashem will protect them. But Srikhan al-Yishtamer boy is problematic. Okay, but hold on, if we're going to the Rogat Shavagoyin. Rogat Shavagoyin has the text, as it says in most Mechiltis, in all Mechiltis, Magit Shekol Yisrael Srikhan al-Yishtamer boy, and therefore the Rogat Shavar, as mentioned yesterday, as we've seen and we've shared many shiurim together, where we see that the Rogat Shavar generally tackles, doesn't quote any of these before Hashem, I don't know if he saw them, I don't know if he looked for them or looked into them, whatever the case is, it's definitely problematic as we see it at face value, and therefore he tackles it. And he tackles it, in other words, he, he analyzes it and explains it, Dafke, in his unique and novel way, with his halachic spectacles, with his depth, with, his, with, the, with the depth and the breadth of his knowledge, etc. And he doesn't make things up. It's all substantiated on the Shas. And he sees that the Mechilta teaches, tells us this, uh, this message based on what it says, Shimurim l'chol b'nei Yisroel. And therefore it says, Shrichen l'hishtamer so he goes into a lengthy analysis in halacha based on the shas. What is the definition of shmira? He's not a malbim. He's not saying droshes or pulpulim. teaching us Hebrew, Hebrew grammar. He's giving us the halachic definition of the term vishomru of the of the psukim, where it says vishomru or it says ushmartem and the like. And yesterday I started off by introducing what the meshachach marad meir simcha of Dvinsk. A colleague of the Rabbi Chover, one of the greats of Dvinsk, though two, the two greats, and he was the Ashkenazi Krav, and we mention him frequently in the spirit from the spiritual Sameach and also in the spiritual Meshachochma. And in Parsha's boy on the Posik Shmartem Samatsa is in Kapitel Yud Beis, Posik Yud Zayin, he brings to our attention that we find by Pesach, and I'll, I'll read for you the different Psukim here again, a different Psukim he records for us, where we find the Loshin of Ushmartem by Pesach and the Loshin of Ushmartem by Shabbos. I'll read the Psukim for you quickly. He says, it says, Ushmartem is so by, we see that's a Posukim, Kapitel Yudbez Yudzayin. Then it says, Ushmartem is Azois. It says, Ushmartem is Hazeh. That's all in Parsha's boy. Then in Parsha's Mishpotim, it says, Chag Hamatzois Tishmar. Then in Parsha's Kisisa and in Parsha's Re'e, it says, Shamar Chodesh Ha'oviv, right? So again, the Loshan Shamar. So then he goes on to tell us the same applies by Shabbos. We find the Loshan of Shamar by Shabbos. 
By Shabbos, we find he goes on to bring different psukim. He says, it's a shmira, shamar Hashem Shabbos. And it says in Parshas Kitisa, three times, shmira by Shabbos, right? Vishamru b'nei Yisrael is a Shabbos, is the known Vishamru, which all Klal Yisrael say Vishamru when they yell it out. Dafke the Chabadniks, not Chabadniks. Those who dab in Nusachari and the Altar we don't say Vishamru. And therefore, if someone wants to get under Alababach's skin, he'll really say Vishamru out loud and yell, shout it out. As I remember as a child in my Nusachari shul, we allowed the people say Vishamru, but the Baltfila didn't say Vishamru. And the fellow next to the Rav made sure to yell Vishamru so loud that the guy, the Rav, was intimidated. But the Lubavitch didn't say Vishamru because the Alter Rebbe says not to say. So we don't say Vishamru. Let's not go there. But everybody knows the Givaldic clip of the Minchasalozer. Remember that clip by his daughter's wedding? He says, Yitn in America, hit Shabbos, hit Shabbos. So the Shabbos are hitten. Right? That's hitten. They've hitten the Shabbos. The Shabbos are hitten. That's the way he said it. You remember that clip? Givaldic clip. The Munkacher of the Minchasalozer who didn't see eye to eye with the Zionism, and that's fine with us. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Doc, what's his name? Is someone listening? I'm not gonna mention him by name. We didn't, wasn't Dafka excited now that I mentioned the Mechazaloza, but it's okay. And we're moving on. So we're moving on. So the Rav Meir Simcha says, yes, in Parshat Yisisa, it says three times Shmira on Shabbos. It says in Parshas Bahar and in Kedoshim, Parshas Bahar and Parshas Kedoshim, it says, Ashab, so you see to Shmiru. And he says, being that we find that the language of Shmira is found by Shabbos, just like it's found by Pesach, that's why we call Pesach Mimochras HaShabbos, right? It says that you start counting the Sphira. Mimochras HaShabbos, the Chazal tell us it's not Shabbos. It means Pesach, nevertheless. We describe the Pesach here as Shabbos. So he goes on to tell us as follows. He says, interestingly, this is the, 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 the premise that Ramir Simcha says. We know very well that the Shomer on the Shabbos, right? Shomer is the loisus. Throughout the Shas, the Gemara says, Zohar v'shomer, the Diborecho, the Gemara tells us that the Shomer and Zohar is the positive, and the Shomer is the negative. That's why in the Aseros Adibris, in one it says in Parshas Yisrael, Zohar, in Parshas Vazchan is the Shomer. The Gemara says that the Shomer is, like the Gemara says, Shomer pen va'al eina ela loises. That's the Loshon, Shomer. So it's a loisus, uh, tell it to our uh, Kodesh Baruch who says, keep the Shabbos, right? Shomir is Yama Shabbos Lakachi, don't desecrate the Shabbos. So it's referring to the negatives. So the, so the Rameir Simcha tells us that that's why we find, the reason we find this in itself that we find by Shabbos so many Shomers is because it so happens to be that even the positives are influenced by the negatives. And he says an interesting thing, therefore it's reflected in the mitzvahs of the day that even the women are chayiv only in mitzvahs loises sasha hazman groma, but they are exempt in mitzvahs sasha hazman groma. Nevertheless, we say that they are chayiv in all the zachars like they're chayiv in the shomer. Why? Because the Zohar is Shomer. So the Shomer influences the Zohar. Just like they are Chayiv in the Shomer, they are Chayiv in the Zohar. So that's why he says the Shabbos is all about the Loises, about the Shomer. That's what we find the Rosh Shmira throughout by Shabbos, because that's, uh, one of the, that's the highlight of Shabbos. It influences even the Zohar. That's why Shabbos is big on the Shomer. The same it goes with the Pesach. He says that's why Pesach we find throughout the language of Shomer, why? Because um, it's reflected also that we find in Pesach that women are chayv in all the negatives and all the trend and the prohibitions of Pesach, even though there's mangroma, but the chayv, even though there's mangroma, because the, the lav in their chayv, nevertheless, and the S's, they should be exempt, nevertheless, and all the S's 
of Pesach and the Essen. There you go. Essen, Pesach, right? In Achilas Matzah, they're chayiv. The Gemara says, because whoever is a chayiv, the Baal Teichel Chometz is chayiv in Kum Achel Matzah, because we, we equate the Achilas Matzah to the Achilas Chometz, to not eating Chometz. So we see that the, the Essen, the, the, the positives, are what are influenced by the negatives that's reflected in this din, like in Shabbos. I call upon him. So that's the talk, and he concludes with a, a, an important message. What Hakadosh Baruch Hu says: Therefore, when Yidden watch, keep keep the mitzvahs of Pesach, etc. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu, therefore, also in return protects us in this night, and also keeps this night and anticipates to redeem us. And he concludes, he says, this is as it is found in the Chazal. The Chazal say, Hashem says to the Jewish people, to the Eden, Shoimer, Kesha'ata Shoimer Neiri, if you will watch and keep my candle, Ani Meshamer Nercha, I will look after you and protect your candle, the Eden, the Neshamis. Atkan Divrei, that's a synopsis of what the Meshachachma says. Now, it's very clear from the Meshachachma, that he sees the Shomer of the Shabbos and the Shomer of the, of the Pesach just in its plain meaning, and it's, that's the correct halachic definition. It's not just the, the meaning in the, in the Chumish, it's not just the meaning according to the Mephorshiat, it's also the meaning according to the Chazal, that Shomer means keep the Shabbos. That means, according to that, but when we say Shomer, right, and we talk about the Lavi, so the Shomer, according to the way we just take it and the way we see it, all the Shomers mean that when the Pesach approaches, right? That means you shouldn't eat Chometz. Keep, keep Pesach. Keep Pesach means on the day of Pesach, so Erev Pesach, you have to remove the Chometz. On Pesach, you shouldn't eat Chometz. On Pesach, you have to eat Matzah. So it says, So therefore, you have, to, you have to keep and refrain from the negative. So refrain from not eating Chometz. So we're doing, it's on the day. It's all on the day. It's all about the day. Shomer, we have to make sure to keep the Pesach on the day when the time comes, Shabbos, right? When do we keep the loyces? And when do we fulfill the positives on Shabbos? When do we fulfill the negatives of Shabbos on Shabbos? By keeping all the Lamites, Molochas, etc., etc., we fulfill the Shomer, Shomer, Shabbos, Lakach. Now, the Rogit Shomer definitely follows that. That's the halachic definition of Shomer, right? And that's the, the halachic definition of Shmartim. That's the halachic definition of Vishomer as B'nai Yisrael as a Shabbos. But the Rogichover, based on different chazals, as we will go on to see in different Gemoras, he broadens the horizon for us and shows us that the Shomer is not just limited to the day. And the Oshmartim is not just limited to the time and the day or the date it is addressed. And that is, in other words, it's not just relating to the actual day of Pesach. It's not just relating like the Shomer of Pesach, refrain from Chometz. It's not just relating to the day of Shabbos, Shomer, Hashem, Shabbos, Lekachoy, that you shouldn't do the laven of Shabbos. Let's go on. I'm going to bring you, I'm going to mention to you now, there, there are lengthy discussions of the Rugged Shomer in many of his Svorim, in many different places. And I will attempt and endeavor to uh, share with you <clears throat> Uh, some uh, straightforward uh, uh, substantiations to what the Rogachover brings. There are many others found in throughout his Svorim. Some of them are complicated and time doesn't allow to go into them. And many of them I didn't figure out myself. So we're on, the, it's, we're on equal. It's our, we're all on par. With the Rogachover, it works this way. If you understand the Rogachover and you get it, everybody gets it. 
And if you don't get it, it makes no difference why, how big of a London you are, you're not going to get it. You will if you, if you become a rugged shover. Whatever the case is, so we need a special schus to work it all out. But I'll call upon Baruch Hashem, there definitely a fear, there's a definitely a fair amount in this, in this discussion, which is presentable, which is understood, which is appreciated, and we can understand what's going on. Excuse me, Menchi, is the lighting and the, and the photo all good? Okay, no comment. All good. Okay, shkoyach. Okay, I I'm just have some water. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Halfway through the time. Well, he said it's going on for two hours. <laughs> what are you worried about? If you're tired, you can take a rest and put it on mute so I won't hear you snoring. Apologies for that. We're friends. L'chaim. L'chaim, L'chaim. L'chaim, Hey. Okay, it's it's. I'm but sure it's I, the, the, the top of the barrel, right? Hey, show them. Okay, let's start with Vishamru Bnei Yisrael as a Shabbos. The Rogat Shabbos says Gvaldikinyon, and shows us and teaches us that based on the Chazal, Vishamru is not just limited to the day of Shabbos. Let's he introduces to us a Gemara in the Yuma that Peihei Amud Beis. There, there's the sugya. In detail, in the Yoima or Yuma, however you like to say it, for their Tisroldik, I'll say Yoima. For those who have a Steinzels in front of them, I'll say Yoima. For those, I believe, even in the art scroll of Mistam, it also says Yoima, but whatever, in, in Yeshiva they said Yuma, and Yuma is Kusha Yusha. Now let's move. So in the Yuma, there's the whole sugya of Pikoach Nefesh Deche Shabbos. Now when there are, God forbid, life threatening. In issues which we know very well, the halach is pikoch nefesh is doicha kol kula, except for the three cardinal sins, etc., etc. Al kolponi, but pikoch nefesh is doicha shabbos, right? Uh, that's a psak halach, and there's nothing to talk about, and we shouldn't know of such cases. And Hatzola can teach us, give us a lesson of pikoch nefesh doicha shabbos. Al kolponi, we're not going to go into the issues or the details if it's tchuya or hutra or there's no Shabbos in the case of Pikoch Nefesh, etc., etc. These are nice, interesting discussions. We're moving on. So there are many psukim, the Gemara derives the din of Pikoch Nefesh, Deche Shabbos. One of the psukim are as follows. The Gemara says, on Peheyom at one of the, how do we know Pikoch Nefesh, Deche Shabbos? So one of the Mandaomrim say, the Rahi is from what it says, with Shomru Yisrael as a Shabbos. That's what the Gemara quotes. And I see the way the Mephorshim record this Gemara, they also quote the sequence. And that is Lassay says Hashabbos, Lederoisam, etc. Lassay says Hashabbos, Lederoisam. So the Gemara says, it says, Veshomru Vnei Yisrael as Hashabbos, Lassay says Hashabbos. Says the Gemara, Chalel Olav, Haramino Pikoach Nefesh, Yosdech Hashabbos, meaning I can desecrate the Shabbos in order to save a life. Says the Gemara, because Chalel, this Pasuk teaches us, Veshamru Vnei Yisrael Esa Shabbos, teaches us Chalel Olov Shabbos Achas, Kedei Sheyishmer Shabbosos Harbei, Chalel Olov Shabbos Achas. We tell you to desecrate, Vimachalel Shabbos Achas, to an able, this is 
people, you're saving his So your destinations, meaning if you're not going to save his life this Shabbos, he's not going to be here. So he's not going to be able to keep next week's Shabbos. And he's not just not going to be able to keep next week's Shabbos, he's never going to be able to keep any Shabbos. Because he's not going to be here anymore. Because God forbid, he's not going to live long. He's not going to live any longer. If you're not going to save his life, it's life-threatening. So the Torah says, "Vishomru v'nei Yisrael as a Shabbos, lasa isas a Shabbos." Vishomru, you want to keep Shabbos? Vishomru, you have to be a shamer Shabbos to keep Shabbos. Chalei lo love Shabbos achas kadei sheyishma Shabbos asazi. From there we know pikuach nefesh beicha Shabbos. Just by the way, even though this is mamish going off, it's not negate to our discussion. And I'm soon going to just bring out the, the main message, what the Rokhachev wants to bring out from this Gemara. But already, I think if you think about it, you'll see how we see it from the Vishamru. That it's broadening the definition of Vishamru, the Shemer Shabbos. We'll get there soon. Just want to just say that even though this Limud, this Drasha Saksuvim, seems to be uh, relating to Kiyama Mitzvahs, right? In other words, in order to enable him to keep the Shabbos, and that's the reason we are Mechal Shabbos, to enable you to, keep, to do mitzvahs. We keep, we save people's lives in order because they're eaten. We have to save their lives. And this is actually a point raised by the Mishnah Berurah in Hilche Shabbos and Simeshin Chavtes and the Bir Aloch at the end of the Simen. Definitely the what? The Iker Ingen of Pikoch Nefesh Deche Shabbos is to save lives, not so much to be Mechai Mitzvahs. So he says, therefore, he wants to, he has a lengthy Bir Halacha, where he explains that really this, the real reason why Pikoch Nefesh is Deicha Shabbos, because there are many Limudim, is as the Rambam says, and we, the well-known Limud, and that is what it says in the Torah, the Chai Bohem, right? It says by the mitzvahs, by the mitzvahs, it says there also by mitzvahs. It says in order for you to keep mitzvahs, it says that if we, to fulfill the mitzvahs, v'chai bohem. And you should do the mitzvahs in a form of a chai, that he should be living to be able to do his mitzvahs. So there too, it also is connected to mitzvahs. So that's some interesting. Nevertheless, we know it's from v'chai bohem. Okay, I'll call upon him. So even though, like I say, I just want to just say for those who learn Mishnah Brura and look at the Bir Halacha, and he seems to do away and doesn't, he makes it sound like it's only a secondary reason, I would just like to bring to your attention that in the Rav Shulchan Aruch, if you take out a Rav Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Shin Vov, at the end of the Simen, he brings a Tshuva Sarajba, where it speaks about a case where one has to, needs to be, may need to be Mechal Shabbos to save his daughter from not being, from taking away, being taken away from the religion, being taken out to Shmad. And there's a discussion in the, in the Tshuva Sarajba, you're allowed to desecrate the Shabbos, the Bimechal Shabbos for Pikoch Nefoshers to save her life. And there, the Bish Yosef has a lengthy discussion among Navrom, all the Achroni, the Taz, and the Alter Rebbe is a very, very a, a gewaldic uh, uh, exposition on this halacha. And he brings the Din, the Limut, as I think it is in the Bish Yosef, we have right and we're mandated to be Mechal Shabbos to save this young girl from, desikra, from being uh, taken out, being taken to be, to make it, to go to Shmad to leave the religion in order you get it? So there she's alive. So there, there the, the, this limud of the Gemara is essential. We need to use this limud 
there's no other limit for it because we're talking about pikoch nefashos, which are negato on a shama to kiyam mitzvahs. She's alive, but we're talking about she's taking, being taken out to Shmad. So Dafke, that limud is brought there. And Dafke, interesting, the Mishnah Brewer also quotes that limud. And you also, by the way, Dafke the Gemara, Dafke brings this limud when the Gemara says that for a Tinik ben Yoimoi who is alive, you'll be Mechal Shabbos. For David Amelech, who, who has, if he, when, after he died, you won't be Mechal Shabbos. Says the Gemara, why? Because it says, So Dafke the Gemara in Shabbos, Dafke brings this Gemara and doesn't bring all the other limud in Dafke this limud. So like I say, even though from Mishnah Burus and Mishin Chavtes, it doesn't seem like it's essential. And he claims for the reasons we claim, and also for another reason, because the Ikar Allah of Sophic Nefoshis, Sophic Pikoch Nefoshis, we dafka know from the Pasuk of Achaibahim and not from the others. As the Gemara says, mistakes explicitly in Yuma. Nevertheless, like I just said, it's very clear from Simishin Vov that we need to come on to the Halach of Chalalal of Shabbosachas, Gidish Mishra And interestingly, even though the Rambam himself paskins the din of Pikoch Nefoshis, Deich Shabbos, and Hilcha Shabbos, Perik Beis, from the Pasuk of nevertheless, he himself and Hilchis Mamrim Perik Beis in the beginning, Dafka brings the limbo of Chalal of Shabbos Take a look, it's there. And for those who want to do additional work, we'll take out a Tanya and Perik Chav Dalet. And Tanya will see that he also quotes the limbo of Chalal of Shabbos And I believe it's based on this Rambam. And so there's a lot to discuss. But again, it's not Negea if we accept the Halacha or, or if it's secondary to the Halacha. Here we have a Mefurashigimor which teaches us this din based on Vishomru. Says the Rogesh what has happened there? Listen to what we've done. Because Hashem says Vishomru Bnei Yisrael Shabbos, now where is Vishomru written? Vishomru was said on the day of Shabbos. We say it Friday night, yeah? We shout out Vishomru. We don't shout out Sunday morning Vishomru Bnei Yisrael Shabbos. We say, Hayom Yom Rishon Shabbos. that's true. And when we come, it's with Zecher, Zohar, Yom Shabbos, Lekache, according to the Ramban, etc., etc. But where is Shomer Shabbos? When is our Shomer, when is one of Shomer Shabbos? When he refrains from doing any of the Lamites, Malachas of Shabbos. That's the din of Shomer, Yom Shabbos, Lekache. Here's the Gemara says that from Vishomru we know that Chale of Shabbos Achas, in other words, Kedesha Yishma Shabbos it's mandated on a Yid, right? We mandate a Yid before Shabbos arrives in order to secure that there should be Shmira Shabbos next week. We have to be Mechal Shabbos this week. With that, we secure the Shmira Shabbos next week. So we see that Vishomru doesn't just tell us that we have to keep the Shabbos on the day, and we're mandated to keep the Shabbos on the day, but it's also, it's broadened. There's a broad horizon here. Here we say, no, the Vishomru obliges you, even before the Shabbos comes in, to make sure that the Shabbos is kept. And interesting, the Rabbi Chover has a lot to say on it. He says, because we're not just talking about the Gavra, we're also talking about the Heftse. He doesn't use that term, but it's clear from the Rabbi Shover he means that, even though he uses those terms frequently, as it's known in the base brisk, in Rabbi Chaim brisk, etc., etc., Rabbi Chaim brisker. Becholayf, the Rabbi Shover says that on the day of Shabbos, the Gavra, the individual, is mandated not to be Mechal Shabbos, so he has to be a Shemer Shabbos. So therefore, he's Mitzuvah to be Shemer Shabbos, that's Veshomer on the Shabbos. But when we tell you in advance, 
you are, we allow you to do in Yonim to make sure that the Shabbos is kept when the Shabbos comes, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to go out of our way before Shabbos to make sure that the Shabbos is kept. When Shabbos comes, in order that the Shabbos shouldn't be mechulo, in order that the Shabbos shouldn't be desecrated. You get it? In other words, Alpitoira, it could be that when the Shabbos arrives and you see you're stuck, you're in, you're in, you're, 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 you're in a situation of an onus, we'll say onus rachmona patre. You get it? Because it's beyond your means. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, because it says Vishom, that's the Kiddush of the Rebbe Shabbat. What do we see from this Gemara? The being that it says Vishom, in other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have said, which means don't do the work on Shabbos. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu nevertheless didn't suffice with that. And he keeps on telling us throughout the Torah to use the terms of Shmartim HaShabbos, Vishom Rubin HaYisrael HaShabbos, to tell us that the Chiyuv of Shmir Shabbos is not just on the day, but it obliges us in advance keep the Shabbos, to make sure that the Shabbos is kept. Now, this is not just a pshat. This brings us, this tells us the head of for Bikoch Nefesh Bech Shabbos, number one. So it's a very clear thing, but it's not just an extreme case. The Rabbi Shabbos brings another interesting case and then analyzes it based on the term Shmira, Bishamra. And the truth is, if you think about it, if I tell a person, don't do something, right? Just in the plain meaning. But the, the, basically, the Rabbi Shabbat is not saying that's the plain meaning. Rabbi Shabbat is proving it from the Chazal, because based on the Chazal, we will understand all these halachas, as we'll go on to discuss. It, but even in the plain meaning, if I'll tell you, don't do, don't do it on the day. When the time comes, you're about to do something, we tell you, don't do it, right? So it makes sense to do it on the day. When I say, hey, watch out, don't do it. Watch out makes sense, even when I tell you in advance. Be aware, keep off the grass, watch out, keep it in mind. Hitzach, Hitzach. So that Loshen Shmira means, right, you need like a protective mechanism. Take precaution, precautionary measures. So that language can make, fits very well, even when it's in advance. But again, we're not basing it on the Hebrew grammar, etc., etc. For those gramistin, however you're supposed to say it, for those Yiddishisten, whoever likes to go into the language of the grammar, Hebrew grammar, I'm sure you'll find that it fits. But it's not negated to us. We're talking now of an aloha. Now the Rabbi Shabbat says another Gewaldic thing. This is, I believe those who are learning Daf Yoyin will appreciate it, even though I understand that today's Daf is Daf Yudches, which is a Gewaldic Rosh which is Shabbos Chai, when it's Lozayin Nor, Leben, Ba'ale Yidin, Lechaim, Velebrocha. That's it, time to say Lechaim. Another Lechaim. Lechaim, Gewaldic. Okay. Shabbos Chai. So the Gemara in Shabbos Daf Yud Bezo Medalef. Lechaim, Velebrocha. Gemara says in Shabbos Daf Yud Bezo Medalef as follows. Listen to what the Gemara says. Posh the Gemara, it's a Bryce. It's not a Posh the Gemara, a Bryce. The Bryce says, Chayiv Odom Lemashmesh Bibgodov Erev Shabbos Im Chashecha. A Yid is mandated, this Chayiv is obliged to inspect his garments, Erev Shabbos, close to dark, close to Shabbos. Okay, Rashi says what he says, but plainly it means. You have to check, and like the Mishnah Brewery explains, this halacha, this, by the way, this is a halacha psuka in Rambam and Hilche Shabbos, Perik Chof Vav. At the end of the Perik, in Perik Chof Vav, the Rambam brings this halacha, la halacha, and he brings it verbatim, the language of the Gemara Chayev, Adam Lamashmesh. He says, the Lashem, Vechayev, it comes in sequence to another din, the Chayev, Adam Lamashmesh, Bebgodav, Erev Shabbos, Mechshech. The Shulchan Aruch also brings it in Hilcha Shabbos and Simeresh Nun Beis at the end. So there the language is a bit uh, 
uh, it's not identical to the Shas. This is already raised by the Primigodim in his commentary on the Sechta Shavis, and also the Primigodim on the spot, and also the Aderis in his Sefer Zechel Ludovic, and also the Mishnah Berura on the spot in Simeration and Base, with the Loshan of the Mechaber of the Shulchan Aruch is Mitzvah, lema, Mitzvah, it doesn't say Chayv. There's a difference if I say Chayv or I say Mitzvah. Chayv means you're mandated, you're Mechayv, there's no way out. Mitzvah means it's a Mitzvah. That means it's like above and beyond, it's a mitzvah and a mufkor, it's a good thing, it's a right thing. You fulfill a mitzvah and the like, but there's nothing really driving you that you must, there's no must there. It's a mitzvah to do it. So the Lashon is mitzvah l'mashmesh b'begodov, and there the Lashon is samuch l'chashecho. So there the Achroinim explain, and the Vilna Goyen and Bira also deals with that Lashon, samuch l'chashecho and imchashecho. They say, you know, that's why the, the, the Shulchan Aruch didn't deviate from the Gemara or the Rambam. The reason they say, because they changed two Lashonis, they don't say chai, they say mitzvah. They don't say imchashecho, they say samuch l'chashecho. They say one is connected to the other. Because samuch l'chashecho would mean not so close to Shabbos, like a half an hour to Shabbos, before Shabbos. That's like Somoch Lemincha. We know Avri Psachim, Somoch Lemincha. Somoch Lemincha would be like approximately half an hour before Mincha, right? So that means half an hour before Shabbos. So because the Shulchan Aruch says, and that's the Lashon of the, of the, uh, of the Beis Yosef, Somoch Lemincha, of the Machaber of the Shulchan Aruch, therefore he says Mitzvah. Because Somoch Lemincha, half an hour before Shabbos, no, we're not going to drive you mad. Mitzvah. To check, inspect your pockets. Check your pockets, like the Mishnah Buru explains, right? But im chashecha, im chashecha means ah, ot ot Shabbos, ot ot. It's about the shkia. It's a noon to the shkia. Yeah, mevet b'shige, right? Everybody in the house Shabbos, right? Yeah, we have eighteen minutes. Now rush, and then all of a sudden, panic, right? Ot ot the shkia. It's a glitch that everything goes wacko. Baruch Hashem. And then Shabbos settles. Baruch Hashem. And bossa Shabbos, bossa menucha gevaldik, right? Baruch Hashem. So listen, Matana Toyla Yeshli, right? That's what the Givaltika Matana we have. I'll call upon him. So the Rambam and the Gemara, the Brisa, which says, Imcha Sheikha, which means Mamish Nedashkiya, that's why it says, Chayev is amended. But listen to the Loshna Gemara. The Brisa says, Chayev, you're obliged. And the Gemara says, Omar Abiyaisi, I think the Loshna is Rabbi Aimer, Omar Abiyaisi, Hilchese Rabosi Lishapto, Lishabato. What he, what the Brysa, Hananiah said in the Brysa, what he just told us, this is an important halacha. So there we go. Would you believe it? Sounds like a Pasha Tadin, right? Like I say, it's recorded in the Rambam, recorded in the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, this halacha, it's an important halacha. Why is it important? It's Pasha. Because what do you have to inspect your pockets? Because if you have stuff in your pockets and there's no Erev, you'll end up carrying out an Rosh Sarabim on Shabbos, you'll be Chayv, Skila, whatever, or Chatos. You're going to be desecrate the Shabbos? You're going to desecrate the Shabbos? So you're going to be on the Chal Shabbos? You're not going to be a Shem Shabbos? So therefore, right? It's a very important halacha for Shabbos to check your pockets before. I remember still as a kid, I remember as a child, I'm not going to say who, an Erlachid, because they'll say, yeah, I don't know, whatever. So it's not the gay who, but someone very close to me. I never understood why until I learned the halacha. Before they said Borchu, because that's generally the din, when you say Borchu and Shul, either Ms. Mishon or Yom Shabbos or Borchu, that's when you make Alecha Shabbos, right? So before I remember the Yid used to check his pockets. I used to see his hands every single Friday, going into his pockets and all his pockets of his pants and his kapota to make sure he has nothing in his pockets. And then he said, Borchu Toil. 
Bepashtus, that was the key of this aloha, right? All good. But here comes this Rogic. Would you believe it? Yes, you are. Of course you can believe it. Because here the Rogachover, the Rogachover going addresses this in a response in 1929. There's a response he writes from Dvinsk. He addresses this Gemara. And the truth is, if you think about it, you know, there are many halachas in Mesech Shabbos. You'll be learning Mesech Shabbos, right? Many, many daf in Baruch Hashem. Yeah? Nevertheless, you'll find many, and also you'll find many, many halachas which tell you how you have to make sure, to, and the many gzeris and many takonas chachomim that you shouldn't be nichshul on them, and you should be over your isis, right? Gan Zilv Mesech Shabbos is all about that. Nevertheless, where do you find the halach of Hilchese? This statement, Abba Rabbi Oisi, Hilchese Rabbosi L'Shabbat, you find dafke here and nowhere else. What's so important about this din? We understand the importance, but if it's so important, what do we say by all of them? We can also come to desecrate, and nevertheless, you don't say, there's something over here in this halacha, which the Gemara says, right? Which if Rabbi Yaisi wouldn't have said it, maybe it wouldn't have been brought out that message, and he brings out the message, and it said, what's gay do on? A gewaldige rogichover. You know what the Rogge Chover says? Herd und Stoit. Says the Rogge Chover, here we come into the Shomer, is Yom HaShabbos L'Katshe. A gewaltige halacha. What is the din of Shomer? Shomer, is Yom HaShabbos L'Katshe means you can't desecrate the Shabbos on the day of Shabbos. Daf heat and Shabbos. That's on the Shabbos day. But we just proved from Mesech to Yom HaDaf with Beis. But like I say, it's proven from this halacha gufa. That we're a Kodesh Baruch who says a Shmartem Esa Shabbos. It has a broader definition. It's not just when you're on the day of Shabbos. It also obliges you that you should make sure to do in Yonim before Shabbos, before Shabbos kicks in. HaKadosh Baruch Hu conveys to us, do in Yonim before Shabbos kicks in to make sure to keep Shabbos that the Shabbos should not be desecrated. That was what we said before in Masech to Yom That's precisely what the Gemara says here. The Gemara is saying here, says the Rabbi Shavar, that's the message. Do you know what that means? Because this halacha that the Hanani said from in the Brisa is based on a posik of the Torah Shomer. He didn't make it up. This is different than all other takonas chachamim. This is a takona because it says Shomer. Well, you have to think exactly why it doesn't apply to other takonas. But I'll call him. Let's focus on this one and let's appreciate what the Rabbi Shavar says. Because we need to make sure that he shouldn't end up desecrating the Shabbos by carrying on Shabbos. So we, the Shabbos will be mechulu. Therefore, Hanani says in the Brisa, that's the Russian chayiv. It's a mandate. Who state a mandate? Why not mitzvah? Why isn't mitzvah good enough? No, you know why you're chayiv? Because the do Not to do a love in the Torah is only a mitzvah. You're chayiv. Shomer Shem is a chayiv, right? And if not, God forbid you finish. The same goal says the Gemara Chayiv Adam Lamashmish. Why Chayiv? Because it's a Shomer Shabbos Lakatcher. So the Shomer didn't just say, "Don't keep the Shabbos on the Shabbos day." It's also telling you before the Shabbos kicks in, do such in yonin to make sure that you don't desecrate the Shabbos. So that's the Chayiv. That's why it says Hilchas Rabbosi LeShabbata, because this is a halacha which is based on the Oraisa. It's based on the Shomer. So this Hilchas Rabbosi Shabbato is telling you this is a halacha, a serious halacha. It's like Ke'en Do'eraisa. It has a gather, says the Rosh Hashanah. It's a gather of the Oraisa. It's a gather of the Oraisa based on the Shomer. 
בעין הנפץ, הירדס על הבוסי לשבת. סנת סתם אתה קונס חכמים, ורחשש חכמים. יש בייסטו דשומר. וורם נפלואים. But he goes on and he doesn't suffice with it. With this, he reconciles a gewaltig azach. The rugged shover, Baruch Hashem, we acquainted ourselves in our shiurim, we mention this not frequently, from time to time. He has, he has glosses on the kuzari, on the, on, the, on the hymns. He wrote poems. The kuzari wrote certain uh, poetry. So the rugged shover going has... Refer- glosses and references, and Ha'oris on the poetry of the Kuzari. In other words, he appreciated Vaisakhai's poetry, and he understood exactly what the messages were. They seemed to be like, you know, whatever, like not straightforward. They're like a chida, chidot, whatever. Also, he appreciates very much the sefer called Azhoris from Rab Shloime Ibn Gabiru. Rab Shloime Ibn Gabiru was a known poet, in the 11th century. And he wrote a lot of different piyutim, and he was known as a poet. What is most unfortunate, he only lived for about 30 years. He only was about, he passed away after, he was about 30 years of age when he passed away. But nevertheless, in the age of, at the age of 18, he was, by the way, he was from Spain, and one of the daily Israel from Spain, he wrote a sefer called Azhoris. It's a published safer, you can have it today. And in many different circles and many communities, they read Azharot, you know, on Shavuos. They read different Hazoras from different Gedele Yisrael. Basically, what is the Azharas? This is a safer penned by Rabbi Shlomo Ibn Gabiru. He compiles and comprises all the mitzvahs of the Torah and all the licenses of the Torah. And that's the, what they call Azharas, Azharot. But in a mode of poetry, right? In other words, with such points, whatever, whoever knows poetry or whatever, enough, give me a, like in a poem, like in a po- poetic way, in a poetic style, with like such, uh, such hints and such words and such poetic, with poetic, uh, uh, etc. right? In, in the terms uh, which allude to the different positive mitzvahs and allude to different positive negative mitzvahs. And he has a section on the positive mitzvahs and he has a section of the negative mitzvahs. So when it comes to the, to, to, to one of the mitzvahs, he said, there's an interesting section here. In the Azhoris, the, Azhoris, the words of the, of the uh, excuse me, where he talks about the negative mitzvahs, right? In that group, the, the Azhoris, Rab Shlomo Ibn Gabiral says as follows. Back, excuse me, let me just, okay, we'll go on. The words were his, they read as follows. V'hakelim timashesh, v'hachametz tiroshesh, that's that stanza. That's however you meant to stay it in, in the poetry. Okay. That's that section. Again, Hachomets Akalim Timashesh, Hachomets Tiroshesh, Vitisrefenu Bishesh. What are we talking about? So the Rugged Shabbat tells us. And it's obvious. The, the last two are obvious. Vahomets Tiroshesh, Vitisrefenu Bishesh. Tiroshesh means to burn. You have to burn the Chomets. It is Shrefenu Bishesh, and you have to burn it in the sixth hour. Okay. Now, there's a commentary called Zoyer Harokia from the Tajbats, but that was Rab Shimon. Shimon, yeah, Shimon. Rab Shimon ben Semach, he wrote a commentary on the Azharos. So you have a standard edition of the Azharot with the Pirish Zoyer Harokia. 
which is available. I'm sure you, if you have the different search engines, you'll find it. And even not, you can buy, buy a hard copy. It's not, an, it's not an unusual thing. Now, mainly the reason the Zayra or Akira wrote his commentary because the Azharet usually followed with the, with, the, with the school of thought of the Bala Alachis Gdolis, and he counts certain mitzvahs and doesn't follow in the, in the number of the 613 mitzvahs, it doesn't seem to follow with the Rambam and the like. Never, and the Zayra or Akira dislikes the Azharis for that reason, for many reasons. One of the main reasons is because it doesn't seem to follow very well and match up and, 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 and meet up with the sheet of the Rambam. And therefore, he has a lot of refutations. He refutes and takes issue with many different statements of the Azhoris. Uh, the Rabbi Chavargoin is overly protective of the Azhoris, the Bala Azhoris, and keeps on knocking the Zayr because he dislikes him and he says he's the Mishorer Haniflo. He says this amazing Mishorer. That's the way he describes Rab Shlomo ibn Gabirul, the Rogachover. In other words, he appreciates all the poetic stuff he writes, and he sees so much lumbness in it. And therefore, he says, How do you speak that way to this Mishorer Haniflo, this amazing poet, poet? And therefore, he disproves and dislikes and argues frequently with Azair Arakia, and he shows how he's wrong, etc. Let me just go on. So, the fact is, when it comes to the chametz part, again, it's in the section of the prohibitions, but we know the mitzvah of burning the chametz, and the, it's a tashbisus, it's a positive mitzvah, right? So why is it in the section of the negatives? So immediately the Zayra Rakia attacks the Azhoris, and he wonders what to do on it. He puts by a chametz to with his refenu doesn't belong in the section. This is a section of, of negative mitzvahs. This is a positive mitzvah to burn the chametz. So he reconciles it at the end. He says, because possibly it goes with the sheet of the Rambam, that the prohibition of keeping chametz on Erev Pesach is not just with the positive, but there's also a negative. And therefore he puts it into this section. We're not going to discuss that. But here we come to Vahakelin Timashesh. What is Vahakelin Timashesh? Says the Rogat Shavar Goyen, Hakelin Timashesh is talking about the Big Day Shabbos, the Gemara we just mentioned. Right? Chayev Odom Lamash Mesh Begodov, Bed of Shabbos in Says the Hasbala has horrors. What does the Kalim mean? The Begodim. Temashesh, you inspect them on Erev Shabbos in Chshecha. But he's Maramazit, he says it in the Belosh in Chido, right? You have to just know, you have to be a London to know. That is the Gemara, says the Rogachover in the Sechta Shabbos, Nafir Beis. And this is what he says in these short words, Vahakalim Temashesh. But the question arises as the Balzair Arakia asks, Vahakalim Temashesh is one of the 613 mitzvahs? What's it doing in the Sefer Azharas? Is a takona de rabbonon. Hanani says it's a mandate for Eden to make sure that they shouldn't be over and they raisa. What's it doing in the Azharas? The Azharas only record mitzvahs or laving, which are negated to what? Which are dini Torah, not the in the rabbonon. Says the Zayr Arakia, what's he doing here? Number two, he says it's a positive, not a negative. You actively have to check your pockets. So if any, you should put it in the section which deals with the positive mitzvahs. What does he put it in? Das Horus. Here comes the rugged shover and saves Das Horus. Givaldic, based on what we just said, on the Vishomru, the way he explained the Gemara, Hilchas Arabos, Hilchabata. 
This is exactly what the Azharas is saying. I'm going to read for you the, the, the pearls, the pearls, the, the pearls of wisdom of the Rabbi Shabbat going, Dvorim Nefloi Mamish, Givaldi, Tayyar Averta. Let me read them for you. That's one mile that we have when it's over online. I can have all my notes in front of me, all my swarm in front of me. It's all right. I didn't bother looking at my notes, Baruch Hashem. But here I can read the words of the pearl, the words, words of the, the tired of earth, the, the panel from Rogachover. Listen to what the Rogachover says. So the Tafas Panayach says, Zeret Tsoyneloima, Timash, Hakenim Timashesh. This is what the Gemara says in Meshach the Shabbos, Daf Yudalif, Daf Yudbeis, Chayvadab Lamashmesh Godav. Uret Tsoyneloima. The intent of the Bala Azaris is to put it in the negatives. Why does he put it in the negative section? Because we just finished explaining in the Gemara that the obligation of checking your pockets before Shabbos is based on the Shomer Shomer tells us don't desecrate the Shabbos. But we explained it's not just don't desecrate the Shabbos on the Shabbos day. It's also do things in advance that the Shabbos day shouldn't become desecrated. That's why you have to check your pockets before and empty your pockets. So he says, you know why he puts it in, in the section of the negatives. The Zemikro de Shomer. Two things he says. Number one, I understand why he puts it in the, in the biblical mitzvahs, because it's from a posuk. And I understand why he puts it in the biblical negative mitzvahs, because we know it from the posuk Shomer. And this is what the Gemara says. And we ask, why did the Gemara say? Why did this, the message is as follows. You all your fellows who learn Daf Yoimi and you're holding Daf Yutches, you can go back to Daf Yut Beis and learn over the Gemara again. Says the Rabbi going. What does Hilchas Rabbosi mean? You have to, you can learn false shot. You didn't know shot. Thus is Enes Lamitoi. Because he's the real Saratur. We know the term Saratur is thrown around. You know, like the word goin has been thrown around. So when the Rogachover goin, uh, you know, they're used for the goin. So when the Rogachover goin wants to refer to the Balatanya, and he doesn't just want to, wants to convey the message that I'm not just borrowing the term goin, he calls him a goin ho'amiti, right? The true goin. He had to add the amiti. Because today, everybody's called goin. Right? Harava goin. Everybody's a goin. And he Tom Dick or Harry. I'm not belittling the goin. But he's the goin amiti. The Rabbi Chover writes in the Balatanya. I think he also writes that way in the, uh, the Vilna Goin somewhere, etc. But all good. The Iker, which is unusual. The Iker, unusual that he even calls the Balatanya goin amiti. I'm saying because he doesn't refer to Achroinim. That's what I need to say. Excuse me. Don't get me wrong. Let's go on. I want to talk about, I learned this from the Rabbi Chover goin. It's the Sarah Torah. So Rav Zevin says, it's questionable if there's such a thing that there's a ministering angel for Torah. Is there such a thing as a Sarah Torah? How can there be a Sarah Torah? Torah is the There's a Sarah Torah. That's what the, a statement the Rav Zevin mentions. But nevertheless, the previous Rebbe called the the the, the Rebbe Chover going the Sarah Torah. But because the Sarah Torah is thrown around today and is used for all different whatever, I'm not going to go there now. But the Iker, so he's surely the Saratero Amiti. And the Mela, therefore, I think you should learn over Shabbos. I'm going further. We should learn over Shabbos your base. So says the Rabbi Shabbos, Why does he say Hilchasarabosi? It doesn't just mean this is an important aloha. Listen to what he says. That's the meaning. This aloha is a Gedem in That's why he says it, Afkehe. And therefore, when he goes on to the Zayra Rakia, 
and the Zayr, he sees the Zayr Arakiya says, these are the words of Zerah. These are the questions. I don't know what the, the, the Azhoris is saying. It has nothing to do with the Loisese. It's also the Rabbon. And what's it doing there? So again, the Rogit Shover, he doesn't give up. He not just he explains the Azhoris, he whacks the Zerah Rakia. Right? Like I said, because he's the Mishari Ranifla. He says, Pshatis, Zebegeder Shmira, the criteria of this din is Shmira, that's the Shomer. And he says, I am Berambam. Khan, look at the Rambam here. In other words, the Rambam, Imperik Chavav of Ilkha Shabbos, where he records this din, he brings this din with another din, which speaks about the negatives. He says, don't walk out with the with, with Machat Erev Shabbos, because you'll end up carrying it on a Shabbos. And then he says, therefore, check the chayv. And then he says, you're mandated to check your pockets, Erev Shabbos. So it's very clear the Ramam also sees it in that context, right? Etc. that it's like a negative. And he says, lav, and this is a lav. He shomer pen v'chulu. Basically, he says like we said. So what we see from up, from up till this point is how we see how we, the definition in aloha of Vishomru, right? Ushmartem es ha-shabos. Vishomru b'nei Yisrael es is not just referring to the day, but it basically is referring to every year, to Klal Yisrael, and to Yidin in general, right? That we have to know in advance to do in Yonim. Either, like we say, Chalol of Shabbos, or you have to do in Yonim before Shabbos to make sure that Shabbos shouldn't be desecrated. Not in vain, there are many halochas. We know that if you're allowed to be mafligim bisfino, right? There's a halacha you can't go out, and there's a separate halacha in Gemara, right? You learned it in Erev in Shabbos, right? In the middle of the week, if you know you're going to end up having to be on the ship and the Shabbos, and be Mechal Shabbos on Shabbos, you're not allowed to do it before Shabbos. So there's a whole big discussion, etc., etc., and according to the Rabbi Chover, it's not just a Xero or an Isur or whatever. If you know you're going to have to end up desecrating the Shabbos, you're not allowed to do things in advance, which will bring you to desecrating the Shabbos. According to the Rabbi Chover, this is actually mandated, and it's a gather of Shomer, the Shomer, the Torah itself, which says Shomer, Shomer, Shabbos, Lakachoy, actually tells us you have to be careful throughout the week to make sure that the oncoming Shabbos is not going to be desecrated. We're moving on. That's all in relation to Shabbos, like we're treating the different psukim mentioned by the Mirabeir Simchas that we see. It's not just connected to the Shabbos. Let's go to Chometz. Ushmartem Esamatsuis, right? Ushmartem Esamatsuis. We have time, yeah? We still have enough time? Okay. We find also in relation to Pesach, it says Shomer is Chodesh Aviv. Shomer is Chodesh Aviv. That's in relation to Pesach, right? The Torah says in Parshas Re'eh, Shamor Chodesh Aviv. Now we find the Lashon Shomer, right? What does Chodesh Aviv mean? What is that? What's the message of that pasuk? So the Meir Amir Simcha says, see, we find the Lashon Shomer in relation to Pesach, but in the Rogachover's context, and this is actually a, a truva found in another place where the Rogachover brings this to our attention to highlight and convey that we find the relation to Pesach in general, to the general Chodesh Nisn, meaning the Yontov of Pesach, the Lashon of Shomer as Chodesh Ovid. Akkadish Baruch Hu says to the Bezdin, this is a mandate to the Bezdin, Shomer as Chodesh Ovid, make sure that the Chodesh Ovid spring, Pesach will be in spring. And that's why when there's a need of making a Chodesh Ha'ibur, we had a Chodesh Adar to make sure that the seasons work out, there should be. There we find that Chodesh Baruch who uses the Lashon Shomer as Chodesh Ha'oviv, right? What is Shomer as Chodesh Ha'oviv? Because we have to know that in advance. Again, the Shomer we know, that's the Loises. Shomer is for the day. 
But we now see from the Shas in relation to Shabbos that it has this broader definition. And meaning that the Shomer tells us that not just keep it for the day, but keep it and be, take precautionary measures in advance. The Shomer is Chedesh I take out a Rashi, interesting, the Rashi, and it's like obvious. What a Shomer is Chedesh So I'll read for you the Rashi. Rashi says, in Parshas Rei and Shomer is Chedesh Oh no, I had it a minute ago, one minute. Let me just read it for you because I think it's just, you'll appreciate. Uh, uh, give me a second. Shomer is Chedesh Ha'oviv. Get you find them yes. Yeah, that is. In uh, yeah, that is where that is. Uh, uh, where is it? That is in Yudala Tezain. Yudala Tezain in Dvorim. Yudala Tezain. I'm going to read it for you in a moment. I'm coming. Tezain. So the Pasik says, Shomer is Chodesh Oviv. Yudala Tezain. No Gengifindos. I can't find it now all of a sudden. Oh boy. No, it's not Tezain. Where is it? Oh boy, okay. No, I know time is flying. Shomer is Chedesh Where's the Abal Kaira in the in the house? So basically, Rashi says a Shomer is Chedesh Rashi makes it very clear, and it's posh that way. Shomer would mean that means Rashi says Mikoidem. Rashi says clearly, right? We're talking to the Bezdin. So Rashi says, excuse me, Shomer means Mikoidem before. Pardon? Yes, correct. So Rashi says on Shomer is Chedesh Aviv. Shomer says Rashi, Shomer is Chedesh Aviv. Mikoidem boyoy, before it arrives, Shomer, Shetehero Ula Aviv. Make sure that it is suitable for Aviv. Lahakariv boys, Minchasa Oimer. The imlav, and if not, aberis ashana make the shana mauber mauber. So it's very clear. Rashi is basically explaining the term shomer is chedesh aviv, but it's an unusual lashon. What's the shloshan of shomer is chedesh aviv? So Rashi is telling us, yes, precisely that, like we've explained. Mikoidem boyoy shmer. Shmer is not just telling you, like we say, shomer shemesabish lakachi on the day. It also has a broader definition. It's stretched out and it's extended to in advance. Preceding the time before the Chodesh Aviv comes, so Shomer Mikoidem that when the Chodesh Aviv comes, we should have the Pesach in the right time. So it obliges us; it's an obligation in advance. And this is what the Rogachover says in the Shailas Tshuvas Varshe Simarish Tes. I will read it for you right now. And the Rogachover going says, "Yes, the Zeh." Here we go. Mitzvahs Eser the Shomer. Excuse me. And let me just read it for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Gabi Ibor Hashona. Ibor Hashona, he doesn't bring this Pasuk, but he brings a Yerushalmi. Ibor Hashona, so the Talmud Yerushalmi teaches that we know the Din of Ibor Hashona from what it says, Ushmar Temes You get it? Ushmar Temes Amoyados. Shez the yes, exactly. Because this is a special Takonas Bezdin, Bishvil Shmira. Right? In other words, because that's the rule. Wherever it says the Loshin Shomer, it says the Rogat Shomer, it's mutal ala bezdin, l'saken takono is bozeh, that it should occur. We have to know in advance to make sure that it should be kept. 
So in other words, it has a broader definition. Every Yid has to keep the Shabbos to make sure the Shabbos is not desecrated. Here it's addressed to the Bezdin itself, that, that Bezdins have to do all the Takonis to make sure that the Pesach is kept, to Shmartem es Amoyados, etc., etc. That's the Shomer Es Chedesh in advance. We're going on. Let's go to a Shmartem. We have to bring, bring it closer to home. Let's go to a Shmartem Es Amatsuis. So the Gemara says in Mesech Tepsochim, says the Gemara in Mesech Tepsochim, Daf Mem Mamadalif, the Gemara queries about grain. Now, the Pashtas, all the Rishonim learned this Gemara that is talking about matzah's mitzvah, that is for the, the, the matzah to work with Mekai, mitzvah's matzah, Belil Pesach. So there there's a loch of Ushmartim as a matzah. You have to protect the matzah when the, the kneading, sira, whatever, for all the different stages. You have to make sure it shouldn't come with the chimutz, and we also have to have the shimur, the shay matzah's mitzvah, etc., etc. So all that, uh, the preparations also have to be in such a mode. Uh, now, uh, the Gemara says, this, the Gemara discusses the, the grain, grain which we're making the matzah with. Now, what is interesting is as follows. The Rambam records this Gemara in Hilchis, uh, in Hilchis Pesach, in Hilchis, sorry, Hilchis Chometzu Matzah. That's the way the Rambam calls Hilchis Chometzu Matzah, not Hilchis Pesach. We have Hilchis Pesach. The Rambam calls Hilchis Korban Pesach, Hilchis Pesach, Hilchis Korban Pesach. We have the Rambam, the Hilchis, Halochis of Chometzu Matzah, is called in the Rambam Hilchis Chometzu Matzah. So in Hilchus Chometz Matzah Perikei Alochates, the Rambam brings this Gemara in relation to the Pashas to all baked matzah throughout the throughout the Pesach. Any matzah is uh, uh, consumed throughout the Pesach, the Rambam introduces and and applies this puzzle of Shmartem Samatzos. The Magen Mishnah already. May, takes and uh, makes mention of it and says, yes, it seems like the main um, message of the Ushmarta Samatis refers to the night of Pesach. We find something novel in this Rambam, and that's what the Rabbi Shover wants to highlight with this Rambam. Uh, basically, the Gemara says, Gemara queries, the Gemara basically makes, states, makes a statement. The Gemara says that the grain we're using to make the flour for the matzah, says the Gemara, uh, about should we soak it in water? So the question is, are we allowed to soak it in water? Before we 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 we, we are taking it and prepare it, etc., etc., is it a mitzvah or is it is it is there an allowance or should we listen to what the Gemara says? So the Gemara says, mitzvah bilisisa. It's a mitzvah to soak the grain because it says ushmartem es amatzos, and if we're not going to soak it the grain in water. In what way and in with what, how will we, we perform the Oshmart and the Samatsis? You what's going on? So what do we see from this Gemara, says the Rogi Chava Givaldi, I think even a, it's an extended even further. Again, we're talking about the term HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't just say, bake matzah and don't bake chametz, right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says we have to eat matzah and he says don't eat chametz. But when he says to prepare the matzah, he says prepare it in a mode of ushmartem esamatzis, right? Says the Gemara, because it says ushmartem esamatzis, it's a mitzvah bilisisa. Put the grain in water in order to accelerate the chimutz, because when it's in water, right? It's going to cause chimutz and make sure to work with it that it shouldn't come with the chimutz. In other words, if it's just dry grain, we're not fulfilling ushmartem esamatzis. What does ushmartem esamatzis mean? Watch, it should remain matzah and it shouldn't end up being chimutz. Now, it doesn't just mean don't bake chimutz, just bake matzah. 
It means you should make sure, do something, that when we end up baking and we're preparing all the preparations, it shouldn't end up being chametz, it should end up being matzah. You get it? So we use therefore the term of ushmartem. Ushmartem tells us we have to do, bake the matzahs in such a way that it can come chimutz. That's by soaking it. Mitzvah belasisa. It's a mitzvah to put it and soak it in water. By soaking in water and you're working with the dough, you'll make sure to fulfill. That's when you'll fulfill because then you'll make sure that it doesn't come to the chimutz. What does the shmart Make sure it is not chomets. How do you make sure it's not chomets? By enabling it, it should be chomets. You'll make sure it's not chomets. That means even before it becomes matzah, and before it doesn't become chametz, you're already making sure and doing it in such a mode that it shouldn't be chametz and it should be matzah. How do you know that from? Ushmat and it's a matzah, says the Rabbi Shalom. Say, hey, we have another Mephorashi Gemara relation to chametz and matzah. That it says Ushmat and matzah, that because it says Ushmat and that's why it's a mitzvah belusis, so we have to do it in such a way. And the Rambam records this Allah, not in relation to the Mitzvah Belasisa, because if it's a Mitzvah to be loisis, it's a separate discussion. Because uh, the Gemara discusses, it makes it, 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 the Goinim, etc. They were Mavatl Belasisa, we don't know how to do the Lasisa, so that's a separate issue. But the, the Posig, the Rambam records this Posig that when we do the Dogon, we have to make sure that there's no water, etc., etc., because it says a Shemar Tavasamatsu. So it's very clear from this Rambam that all the Matzah which we consume on the Pesach has to be in such a way of a Shemar Tavasamatsu, that there is water and we have to just make sure that we have to keep it away from the water because when there's water it can come to the chomets we have to make sure that while we're preparing it it's the mode of preparation has to be such a mode that in advance we are going to secure that it won't end up being chomets but it's going to end up being matzah because it says a shmartan the same message and the rogachava then brings a gemara in the menoches dafnun gimel the reason because we're coming closer to kochim Misachtim Menaches Dafnun Gimel. The din is the Gemara says that the Mishnah says in Dafnun Hey Amadala. For those who already learned Daf Yomi, so you just finished Misachtim Menaches, right? And you're going there soon. Emirz Hashem to have it. You'll have a Rishis Yomim. You'll get that. And for that bracha for all the Yidden who sit to learn, I'm going to say Lachaim again. Lachaim v'Levracha. Zoltal Ha'Ma Rishis Yomim v'Shonim Tayvis Lachaim. The truth is, you have to have a Rishis Yomim to hold out from this year. Lachaim. Menchi, we can still go on. I'm going to wrap it up any minute. We're wrapping it up. We have time. You said two hours. Baruch Hashem. Okay. Hello. Clear? All good? Okay. The Gemara says that when it comes to the, to the meal offerings, or to the lechem upon him. The din is that kol ha-menoches boys, matzah, the Mishnah says that all the menoches, all the meal offerings in the, in the Beis HaMikdosh had to be made, had to be matzah, they will not allow to bring bichomets, being that we have to bring, because it says, kol se'er v'chol devash lo'esaktirim emenu ishal Hashem, we're not allowed to put any chomets on the Mizbeach, and therefore all the menoches, all the meal offerings have to be made of matzah, made matzah, they're not chomets. Valdera said the lechem upon him, that even though it's called lechem, nevertheless, the lechem upon him was also needed in a mode that it was matzah, didn't be, that wasn't leavened. Now the Mishnah says in Mesech, the Menoches Dafnun Hei, says the Mishnah that we need, when we prepare the, the, the offerings, right, the meal offerings, or the lechem upon him, it has to be, we, we need it, we need the dough, the poishrin, with lukewarm water. 
And the Gemara says, but that's what the Mishnah says. You, you need it, you prepare it. The flour and the oil and the water, whatever. Depends when the water comes in and the, water, and the oil comes in, but I'll call upon him. It should be lukewarm water, but poetry. But you have to make sure, you have to watch that it shouldn't come with the So the Gemara in Dafnun Gimel asks, where do we know that it has to be kneaded and prepared with lukewarm water? Now, the truth is, the Gemara means to ask, according to Rashi, according to the, the Pashto Sasugya, based on Rashi, the Gemara's question is, how do we know that you have to be Mishamron Mishab? How do you know you have to make sure that we have to bake it in such a mode or prepare it in such a way it shouldn't come with the So the, that's one way of learning. But other achroinim learn, and that's the way the Rabbi Trevor seems to learn. The Gemara is not just asking the question, how do we know that we have to make sure that, it doesn't, that, the, that the, the, the meal offering or the lechem apanum don't become chametz. The question is also, how do we know that it has to be with lukewarm water? In other words, because cold water is not going to do the job, and very hot water is going to scold. It's going to scold it. It's going to burn it, and it's going to passel the mincha. So it can't be. But how do you know warm water? According to certain Achronim, according to Rashi, the question is, how do we know we have to make sure it's not chomets? So the, Gemara, so the, the first mandama wants to say, ah, possibly we know it from Pesach. We know it from Pesach. How do we know it from Pesach? Because just like it says by Pesach, Ushmarta Mesamatsois, Right? The Gemara, we just mentioned that it's at the of men. It says over there clearly that we have to need it with such a way that it shouldn't come to the Chimutz. So here it's also very clear. Let's learn the Din of Mincha from, from Pesach, from, the, from, from, uh, from Matzah and Chometz. The Gemara says no. We can actually know it from the Din of Mincha. We don't have to come on to Pesach. But I'll pull upon him. Here comes the Rogachover. The Rogachover again brings this Gemara in Menachas to prove the same point, which is like a repeat, a repetition, like a sequence of what we're saying in relation to Pesach, what we just discussed in relation to the Chomets, right? The Gemara in Besoch and Afmen. But then we see the Gemara extends it and applies it also to Kotshin. And that is that we have to need the lechem aponim, and we need and prepare the preparation of all the what, of all the of all the meal offerings in such a mode like we prepare matzah that it shouldn't come to the chimutz. Here too, we have to prepare them in such a way. Because it says so we learn the minka from the pesach. So therefore, we put it in poishrin and. And if we put it in poetry with lukewarm water, it accelerates the chimuts. And if it accelerates the chimuts, only then are we fulfilling the ushmartem esawat, ushmartem samatsis, to make sure that it shouldn't come with the chimuts, like we discussed in relation to the chimuts. But Pesach, we're not going to repeat. Let's go on, and we're coming closer to home. Here comes the rugged shaver. Here you go. Dvorim nifloim mamish. And this is as follows, as follows. I hope I didn't miss anything. And this is as follows. Let's go back to this Mechilta, okay? And that is the Mechilta. The lotion of the Mechilta was, let me read it to you again. Now we've brought already different psukim in relation to Pesach. We, we said, say the whole month of Pesach. It says, the different psukim Rabbi Simcha quoted in relation to Pesach, in relation to Ushmarta Mesamatsa is right. And the different, right? He, he detailed many, many psukim which we find in relation to Chagamatsa is Tishmer. So that is, is re- referring to the baking of the matzah or the Yontif is. So there's a lot of Tishmer and a lot of Ushmartems there, okay? Here we have another 
Ushmartem, another Hishomer by Pesach. And that is Shimurim, Leil Shimurim. That's another Hishomer. That's another Ushmartem. That's another Vishomru. In relation to, number one, to the month of Pesach, in relation to the Matzah, in relation to the Chomets, here comes the Rabbi Shover going, and he says, hey, this relates to the Korban Pesach. Dvorim. And only the Rabbi Shavar can say it, and you'll soon see why he does it. Listen to what he says. Shimurim l'chol b'nei Yisrael. What does it mean? Magid says the Mechilta. This teaches us. Shimurim, meaning all of ye, all Yidin have to be Shimurim. They have to watch. What do they have to watch? Magid shekol Yisrael tzrichim leishtamer boy. There is a mandate of Klal Yisrael upon all Yidin. Shimurim lechol b'nei Yisrael, they have to watch out. There's a Oshmartim this night. Well, others said, how can you take it at face value? We have to watch, we have to guard ourselves, Hashem guards us. So this says the Rabbi Shover, there's something Hashem guards, but we have to do our share. Not we have to guard ourselves. We have to guard the carbon Pesach. What are we talking about? Here we go. So in addition to all the different halachas we said, I'm repeating myself many times, we said the Gemara in Pesach and Pei, that Pei. Let me take out a Rambam, the Rambam. The Rambam reads as follows. In, in, in the Rambam in, in Hilchus, in sorry, the Rambam in, in Hilchus Korban Pesach says the Rambam as follows. In Perik Yud of Hilchus Korban Pesach, Halacha Yudalaf, says the Rambam as follows. There he brings the din of Noisa, right? It says in Chumish, in the Parsha's boy, in Parsha's Achoidish, we read, Parsha's Achoidish and Parsha's boy, there's a love of Noisa. Without, before I come to the Rambam, the din is Kochim, all Kochim, right? We learn out in Parsha's Emmer, it says by the Parsha's Toida, and this is a love in the Torah, and the counter is one of the love in the Torah, and also recorded in the Sefer Amitzvahs of the Rambam, and also in the Sefer Achinuch, in Mitzvah Kuf. I, if I recall correctly, it's either Kuf Mem Beis or Kuf Mem Dalit. It's a, it's a love in the Torah, and that is Loisei Siru Mimenuat Baker. We derive it from the, the Torah rites that we shouldn't leave any part of the sacrificial meat of the carbon Toida till the morning, right? And if it's left over until the morning, so, and if you left it over till the morning, so there, there's a love, you're, you're, you're over the love. Nevertheless, you don't get Malchus. Why don't you get Malchus? Because says the Rambam, because it's a lava nitikla say, because the Torah says, Ba'ishtisrevu, you should consume it in fire, you should burn it. So that's a psak aloha in Rambam. We derive from the carbon toida, and the same aloha applies by all kochim, by all sacrificial meat, both by a car by 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 kochim kalim and kochim kochim. The Rambam records this aloha in Ilkhas Psulehamukdoshim, Perik Yutches, you'll find all the details of Ilkhas Naisar there. Okay. Nevertheless, the Torah again records and tells us the love of Noisa by the Korban Pesach. Torah does not suffice, even though the Korban Pesach is also Kochim. Nevertheless, the Torah does not suffice with the love of Noisa by all Kochim and tells us a specific love of Noisa by Korban Pesach, which according to the Rambam is recorded as a separate love in the Torah, that one is prohibited to leave over any part of that sacrificial, of that Paschal lamb until the morning. Shittas Rambam is, right? as a machlekes in the Mishnah. If Achilles Korban Pesach is till midnight, or Achilles Korban Pesach is till the morning, 
right? We know we eat our afikoyman until midnight because it follows with the shittas of the Tana. According to those shittas of Rishonim, we pass like the Tana that we can only eat the Pesach until Chatzois, so therefore the Matzah is also eaten until Chatzois, therefore the afikoyman is eaten until Chatzois. The Rambam's Psach is that we can eat Matzah Kolalayla because uh, uh, the Korban Pesach is eaten Kolalayla, as the Magid Mishnah explains. I'll call upon him, so the Rambam says that you're over, about you're over with the nicer in the morning, but he counts it as a separate love in the Torah and the Sefer HaMitzvah. The same goes for the Sefer HaChinuch. In addition to the Sefer, the Sefer HaChinuch, where he counts the love of Kochim, but not living over sacrificial meat, the same applies, he counts it as a separate mitzvah, as a separate love in the Torah, and that is in the love in Parsha's boy, in uh, Mitzvah Ches, in the eighth mitzvah, he counts it as a separate mitzvah. So the two separate lavin. Interesting, the Mechizchinuch has a lengthy discussion <coughs> about the lavin of the of the of the Pesach and of the Kochim, and that is he wants to claim that uh, the definitely Pesach is also Kochim, right? It's sacrificial. In the Mela, therefore, there's no question that when one eats, leaves over, he claims that when one leaves over, is over with shnei lavin. Because it's Achilles Kochim and it's also Achilles Pesach. So when you eat the Korban Pesach, you're one, number one, you're Mekai Mitzvah Achilles Kochim. Number two, you're Mekai Mitzvah Achilles Pesach. Now, if you leave it over, so you transgress the love of Lois Paltoisir, right? The Loisosir, Loisasiru of the Kochim and also the Loisasiru of the Achilles Pesach. And he discusses it in detail for those who want to look at the Menchizchiruch in Mitzvah Ches in Parsha's Boy. A lot of interesting information on these in the now, why is it counted as a, why is it, the Torah mentions a separate law, why is, I haven't, I didn't, I didn't research it, and it has to be, Batash's research, why talk to the Torah? Of course, it's a separate mitzvah sachila, nevertheless, the Torah also counts it as a separate mitzvah law, that's an addition. Are there any nafkimidis la'aloch, if it is a separate law? It may be. Also, what is the shear? We'll soon discuss the shear of the lav in relation to kachim, and also in the shear of the lav in relation to the korban pesach. I'll call so definitely there's a love of Neusser by Kochim. There's also a love of Neusser by Korban Pesach. Now, when we open up a Rambam, it's Korban Pesach, by the love of Neusser, says the Rambam as follows. Sorich Odom Lehishtadel, a person has to endeavor, Shalayashir Mipsara Pesach at Boiker, not to leave over of the Bosra Pesach until the morning. Shanema Loisesiru Mimenu at Boiker, and he goes on to say the same applies to the Pesach Sheni. And he goes on to say that Aloha, that if one does, he's over Balav and he doesn't get Malkus, he doesn't get lashes because it's a Lavanitic Lasse. Asks the Rogichover, Dafke in a foreign place, Dafke in Hilchas Macholas Asuris, but the Rogichover, Kolatari Kula is wonderful. Which here we see another interesting thing, by the way, which till now I didn't highlight, and that is that you see from the Rogichover that even though we were addressing many different halachas, we were addressing Shabbos, we were addressing Pesach, we were addressing Menachis, Kochim, we're now addressing Noisar, we were addressing Korban Pesach. Nevertheless, the Ramba, the Rogichover's blick, his blick, his take, his cook, right? Is is is, is 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 the way he sees things. He doesn't just see them in their external way, and that is that they they seem to be segregated in him. He finds common denominators in many dinim which seem to not to have any dafka. Don't identify one with another. 
you have Shabbos, you have Pesach, and you have uh, Menachos, and you have Korban Pesach, and you have Chodesh Aviv, etc., etc. Nevertheless, because he finds a definition in the Vishmartem and in the Vishomer, so that makes it, that's the common denominator by all these mitzvahs, and he draws this one, uh, this, this fine line between all of them, that they all have the same gather, they all have the same criteria. Shabbos, Pesach, Chodesh Aviv, etc., etc., Chomets, Matzah, all have this criteria of the gather of the Shomer, like we said till now. Let's go to the Korban Pesach. So the Rambam, the Rabbi Shomer Davke, in Hilchas Ma'acholas Asuris, Perik Yudalid, Alochadalid, surprising, go find it. Go find it, but it's in the Rabbi Shomer there. And he brings this Rambam in Hilchas Korban Pesach, and he asks the Shaila. He says, the Rambam already wrote, I'm just embellishing a little what the Rabbi Trevor Goyen says. Generally, the one who learns Rambam, the Rambam wrote a Sefer Avoid, right? He wrote Yudal Tzvorim, the Rambam. The Sefer Avoid, Hilches Epsula HaMikdoshin, is in Sefer Avoid. Hilches Korban Pesach is in Sefer Korbonis. Generally, it's accepted, most of the time, that the Rambam doesn't repeat himself, right? And if he repeats himself, there's a need why he had to repeat himself. So definitely there's something novel. If he says, and there's definitely additional information, there's a need why he had to repeat himself. And why doesn't he repeat himself? Because he relies on what he wrote initially. When he initially, when it's first introduced, when he writes the halacha for the first time, he'll tell you all the details of that halacha. Therefore, when he comes the second time, see, even though this halacha is repeated, if it has the same criteria, he won't tell you all the details. It's relied on before what he wrote before. If he writes something new in the second time he's introducing this aloha, it must be something novel to that aloha. And here comes the Rabbi Shavu and asks an obvious question. This din, the Rambam chose to write Dafgen Hilchas Korban Pesach, Peritur. Asks the Rabbi Shavu, the Rambam already wrote this aloha of Noisar by all Kochim, right? It's a general thing. It's global. It's by every single carbon. Where does it belong in Hilchas Pesulah HaMikdashim? It belongs in Sefer Avoidah. That's where the Halacha said all the details of Meisar are there. There, for the first time, it would be expected that he should tell you that there's a lot of Meisar, and you can't leave it over, and if you do, you get lashes, and you have to burn it, and there's an Essa, and if you eat it, you get Malchus, etc., etc. And he should tell us this message. You should endeavor, sorry, where did the Rambam choose to say this statement? He leaves this additional statement. Where in Hilchas Korban Pesach? In Hilchas Korban Pesach, it records the dinim that you can't leave it over at Baker, because we said there's a new lab, the Torah tells us there's a special Isisiru for Korban Pesach, so he has to tell us that there's a Isisiru by Korban Pesach, all good. Then he says, a special aloha, in that aloha where he says there's a lot of nicer, you have to make sure, endeavor not to leave it over until the morning. You have to endeavor? Why don't you say it in Hilchas Sulehabudoshi? Why is it Afka Aloha in Korban Pesach? Vaisach is if you wrote it in Hilchas Korban Pesach, it's a aloha the Korban Pesach. He says, Shalayashim Bibsara Pesach. And also the Loshin is an interesting Loshin. He says, you should endeavor. Ishtadel, interesting Loshin. Very unusual. What's going on there? Pash, this is what mean. Don't eat noiser and make sure it doesn't come with the noiser, right? So he's telling us a novel halacha. What's the source for this din? The Ramam doesn't just say things on his own. Everything the Ramam says has a mocker, right? And if you have no mocker, 
So Imrei Kumi Kem says to Talmud Yerushalmi, go find him. Till today, would you believe, after almost a thousand years of the Rambam, close to not a thousand, but whatever, yeah, people are still writing Chiburim and finding the curse for the Rambam, right? Even after the Magad Mishnah, the Kesem Mishnah, and the Radvaz, and the Marikurkus, and the Kiryatz, and the Mabit, and all the Gdele Yerushalmi, and the Achreinim, will find the curse of the Rambam. The Rambam regretted and writes in a truva. I regret I didn't write the Curtis, and he asks for a mocker. Someone asks the Rambam for a mocker. He regrets why he didn't write. You forget that the Rambam forgot a mocker for what he wrote. The Rambam takes issue with the Rambam. He doesn't write me curtis. He doesn't have reasons. I'll call upon until today. Even on the cotton, right? You learn new halachas, and you find new curtis. The Rogi Chover going right it was just from yesterday. For 1936, he was the Stalik Yeah, so he's full. Learn Rogi Chover, new curtis, novel curtis for the Rogi What's the marker for the statement? The Rambam doesn't just say extra things. Every word is written with, with precision. Every oisvik coins like Teresh The Rambam says, learn the whole Chumish, and after the Chumish, learn my Sefer, and you look at Terekula, right? That means we treat the Rambam Mamish like learning Chumish with every oisvik coins is written with precision. They have a whole line and a whole statement. He chooses to write a dafke here. What's the marker? the marker is this Mechilta. This Mechilta. What does it say in the Mechilta? We just said, the Mechilta says, Magid Shekol Yisroel Tzrichim Lehishtamir. But what are we talking about? This posuk of Shimurim Lechol Bnei Yisroel Adiraisam is written in conclusion to the Parsha preceding it. And it's also written as an introduction to the Parsha, the parsha which is following it. The Parsha preceding it is all about Chomets and Matzah and Korban Pesach. The, uh, the parsha preceding it is all about the halachas of Korban Pesach. The Mela, therefore, says the Rogichover that this message of the Mechilte is a halacha for Korban Pesach. It's a halachic megrish. So it's saying not just allegoric stuff, agode, it's telling us halacha. What's the halacha? Magid Shekol Yisrael Shechem Yishtamer, but this is a halacha for the Korban Pesach. Because the Korban Pesach is a central focal point in the night of Pesach. The whole night of Pesach is called Pesach al Shem Korban Pesach. Right? We know Hilchas Pesach and Hilchas Korban Pesach, that's what Pesach is all about. It's not called Chagamatzah, it's Chumish, the Chumish, the known word from Rav Levitz, that Klal Yisrael calls the Torah, calls the Yom Tov Chagamatzah, and he didn't call the Yom Tov Pesach. Because Chagamatzah talks about that Hashem was Pesach al Boti Yisrael, so the Yom Yisrael speaks about the God that the Hafla that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Pesach over the and protected the Eden and we and HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks about the minus of Yisrael that they baked the matzahs and eat matzah Chagamatzis that's the known is brought also on the Gideon of your standard Mishnayis the Vilna Barsha Mishnayis in the Sechtep in the beginning of the Sechtep Sochem you'll find it on the Gideon on the, on the border on the, on the margin of your Mishnayis it's there you have a Mishnah, Yechon Aboyes, it's there. I'll call upon him from Elizabeth Bishop. But I'll call upon him, so it's the carbon Pesach as a focal point. And even if we don't have a carbon Pesach nowadays, just there a Chagav, Zabavusta Maril, who says that the whole night of the Suda, everything which goes on is all about the carbon Pesach, even though we don't have a carbon Pesach. But nevertheless, we know we eat Afikim and the before Chtos. So Stam also, our Dorim also around the carbon Pesach. But definitely, in the context of the Chumish, carbon Pesach is a Iker, right? Etc. That's what it's all about. So the whole Seder is set around the Korban Pesach. So when the Mishnah, the, when the Mechilta tells us a halacha, Shemurim l'chol b'nei Yisrael, there's a Shemurim v'hakodesh boruchu. Then there's a halacha v'klal Yisrael in relation to the Korban Pesach. Magid she'kol Yisrael, shichim le'yishtamer bu. 
Now, what does Lehishtamer by mean? It's based on the Leil Shimurim. If you recall all the, but I'm going to repeat myself. I've repeated myself too many times. We know what Shomer is now, right? We have a total different outlook and understanding of what Shomer is in the context of, of, of Teresh Sav and Teresh Pev, what Shomer is and where Shomer is mentioned. So when it says Leil Shimurim, for Kalal Yisrael, it's Shimurim L'chol B'nei Yisrael. So it's telling us, mandating us, Magid, is teaching us a new halacha. That every Yid has to do in the Shemirah. Lehishtamer boy. Has to do, fulfill the Shemirah. How does he fulfill the Shemirah? What's Pshat in this Mechilta? So the Rambam touches up the Mechilta. The Rambam says the Pshat of the Mechilta is as follows. Tzorich Odom Lehishtadel Shalayashim Ipsara Pesach The Mechilta is telling you, Shomer doesn't just mean when the night of Pesach arrives. Shomer, Leil Shemur, means even before the night of Pesach arrives, right? So Shomer tells us even before you're actually consuming the carbon Pesach, even before the moment of Alois HaShachar arrives, even before the time comes, even before the time comes, you have to do in Yonim to make sure, and be Mishtadel, to make sure it's a Shomer, Leil Shemurim, Lehishtamer boy. You have to employ the Shomer. And make sure to be mishtadel in advance that it shouldn't come with day noisa. This is only Allah of a korban pesach, because only by korban pesach it says shimuri, only by korban pesach it says shomer. Doesn't say by kochim. The fact is, there's a noshmart and vaasisem in parshas and more right after the Allah of noisa by korban toida by all kochim. But there, there's a novel, gewaldic and muridik aravitshover who explains the noshmartem, but not in this. The way, in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the same vein of Oshmartem, but in a total different take, in order to fit the Oshmartem, but it's a total different Oshmartem. But this Oshmartem, this Leil Shimurim, Tzorach Leishtamer boy, this Aloha that we have to do in Yonim in advance, Leishtadl, to endeavor before, just like we said, we have to endeavor before the Shabbos to make sure there's no Chil Shabbos. Just like we said that we have to endeavor, we're making the matzah to make sure not to be, what to make sure not to go to the Chimuz. Just like we said, we have to make sure to endeavor before and to be Mechal Shabbos in order that the fellow should be able to keep the Shabbos, etc. It says all the different alochas. Just like we said that we have to bake the Menachas to do in such a way that it shouldn't come to the Chimuz. Here too, we have to eat the carbon Pesach by from Kazeh that it shouldn't come with the Noisa. So that's the meaning of this Mechilte. That's the meaning of this Rambam. That's the reason why the Rambam Dafka chose to write it in Hilchus Korban Pesach. Was the, and the mocker for this Rambam is Dafka, this Mechilte. Now, Verte Shaila, we're not finished. Why Take is there a halacha? What is this telling us? You have to make sure, to make sure it shouldn't come. Why is there a need to say it? What's going on here? Right? What's going to happen? What's, why, why is there a special Allah of a Shmir? Why taka? Fine. It's telling us you have to taka. Make sure in advance to eat it in such a way that it shouldn't be nicer in the morning. Right? Shalayasha. Make sure to eat it in such a way. Shalayasha. That nothing's left over. Okay. So I'm going to make this very quick because the two hours are almost up and people are getting tired. And I'm going to say it very quick. One shot. I'll say, Mamash Bikitsa Nimrus. I'm sorry. And Rogachav will have to be Mechomi because... I have to take the tzibur into consideration, and therefore I'm going to say bekitzer nimrutz to biurim nifloim of the rugged shabbar When it comes to all kochim, it's not a problem because there's no special halachis about kochim. In other words, we we, we slaughter the korban, so either the koyanim meat, the baile meat, the the men eat, the women eat, whatever the different halachas, whoever is meant to eat. 
So, in other words, so the coin is meant to eat it. If the coin can't finish it at the right time, so other coin chip in, join in. Well, there's the bailim, right? So the bailim eat the mitzvahs on the bailim to eat it. But other, other eaten, if it's a carbon shlamim, other eaten are able to eat and fulfill this mitzvah, the Torah, etc., etc. There's a mitzvah of There are special regulations in the mitzvah of Achilles carbon pesach. And here we come to Aloha. This is one shot of the rugged show. And that is the Zahalach of Shalolim Nuyov. The Torah says that who can partake? When are you Mekai Mitzvah Zachilis Gorban Pesach? Only Eina Pesach Nechel Ela Lim Nuyov. Only if you're registered on the Korban Pesach. You have to register on the Korban Pesach before the slaughtering. And only after you're registered on the Korban Pesach before the slaughtering. And then it's slaughtered. And that is a slaughtered on behalf of all those who are registered. So then the din is, if they all partake of the Korban Pesach by consuming a kezayis, so each one fulfills the mitzvah of Achilles Korban Pesach. So they will become the mitzvah of Achilles Kochim. They will become the mitzvah of Achilles Korban Pesach. And they don't have to bring a Pesach Shani, etc., etc. Now, what happens if it's a big shepseller and then you have a small group, and therefore the halachas you have to make sure in advance to make sure that it's such a group that they're able to consume it. What happens if it happens to be such a group, right, that you had manuyim, you had those who were money on it, and there uh, it comes closer, it's, oh, it's a shakra, you start to look at the clock, right, it's almost midnight, hey, and here, what's going on, all of a sudden, it's coming close to daybreak, and your friend is coming to dinner, and how much can you eat? Everybody is really stuffing themselves, you have to eat the korban pesach ala soiva, you can't eat achila gasa, Right? So everybody's eating, and therefore they're satiated, and they're eating it, and they're behind the mitzvah, and now they have to make sure it shouldn't come lead their right? Now, how do we bavor on that? You want to invite your neighbors, or invite someone else in the house who wasn't registered? No way. You can't. So you're limited to those who are registered. The man says the Rabbi Shavar going, Vibald is a that is, you can't eat the carbon pesach shalolim nuyov, which doesn't apply to other achilas kochim. This is a special Allah by carbon pesach. So you're limited to the eaters who is able to consume this carbon. So you see, it's coming close to the point where it's going to come with the noiser. By other kochim, it's not a problem. You have other people joining to consume it. But when it comes to this carbon, you have a problem. Because you cannot consume this carbon if it's, you're not a money on it. Now, what's interesting is as follows. I'm sorry, before I conclude, this is a machlek is already showing him. The rivet holds. The rivet, the carbon pesach and perik test says that is a lav. There's a transgression. If you eat it, if you're not monu, you're over the lav. But there's a rashmi shantz. The Rosh brings a rashmi shantz in Parshas Sav on the Teres Kenim who says that if you're not a monu, you're not over the lav. You can still consume the carbon pesach, but you're not making the mitzvah. So according to the rashmi shantz, it's not a problem. But the rivet holds that if you eat it, the carbon pesach, you partake of the carbon pesach, you weren't registered, you have a laugh. And it seems the Rogat Shabbat going also learns that way in Das Haramba. And if that's the case, from many places, and if that's the case, so there's no way you're stuck in the morning. So that's why there's a special aloch of Leil Shimurim, you have to be mishtadel to make sure to eat it in such a way that it shouldn't, nothing of it should be left over till the morning. In other words, when you shech the carbon and you start eating it from midnight, from, 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 from Belayla at night, eat it in such a mode to make sure that that none of it should be left over because if you're going to leave it to the last minute, you're going to be stuck. No one else can join in. Uh, the question is, question is, children... So interesting.
Taisus. Taisus is the Pesach of Peches of Medalef, and that's recorded La Halacha in the Rav Shulchan Aruch and Hilcha Shabbos in Mishin Mem Gimel. Says Taisus in Gavaldi Gezach that even though there's an Isur to eat from the Korban Pesach, Shaloy Limnuyov, if you're not registered, but if you're giving it to kids, to children, right? Kids, under Bar Mitzvah Vashtetzach, and you're doing it, you're feeding them, which they weren't counted on the Korban Pesach, they weren't registered, and you're giving it to them, to be mechanech them to eat Korban Pesach, so mitzat chinuch mitzvah, we don't have to worry about the love of the Isur of not eating it shalalem nuyev. It's a toisvis in Pesach and Dapei Chesam Adalaf, a mufurush toisvis, recorded lahalacha in the Rav Shulchan Aruch and Hilcha Shabbos in Mishin Mem Gimel in the dinim of chinuch of Ketanim that we can be over the Isur to be mechanechim in the mitzvah. Interesting novel halacha. There's certain other Rishonim hold that for children there's no Isur. But Taishvah says there's an Isur. Nevertheless, to be Mechanach and Bemitzvah, you're allowed over the Isur. So according to the Rogachover, what's the problem? You take kids. You take kids. If there's something left over, it comes towards Aloysa Shachar. comes towards Aloysa Shachar. You see you're stuck, you get some kids to eat it. Well, I believe the Rogachover considered that. And he says he means just that. Prepare the children to be up to make sure they eat it. Because who's up by before Aloysa Shachar? You get it? The kids are tired asleep. Long, they're sleeping long ago, right? They've fallen asleep. And the Balda now asleep, you can't get them to join in. But Enechanami, if we'll accept, we'll follow this aloha. So if you have to do a special aloha to make sure, so it's not a problem. You'll make sure to have the kids and the family join in, both kids, boys or girls. And according to the aloha, you can give them, it shouldn't come with because if you can give it to them to be mechanach them to be mechanach them, it's for Achilles Pesach. You surely can give it to them. It shouldn't come with the So that's incorporated in what the Rambam says. Yishtadel shaloyashim mipsara Pesach. Make sure whoever has to consume or is able to consume, be it, eat it in such a way, set it yourself up in such a way that it shouldn't come with the So that's what's halacha after. I want to say one more pirush of the Rabbi Shavar. I'm finishing, and that is the pirush which he says in Milchus Macholas Asuris, which is mamish navel. The Milchus Chinuch Mitzvahes brings to our attention, he says, uh, he brings a say from Mutzal Me'esh in Simen Nun Gimel, uh, from Rabbi Yankif Alpandri, Alfandri, who, who raises a point, he says, the Ramam doesn't tell us a shear. He says, don't leave over Kachim, don't leave over Karim Pesach, but he doesn't mention an amount, doesn't say Kezayis. So he's under the impression, he's not sure, is the Rambam Shita, that maybe the, the love of Loisei Sirum, Emmanuel Baker, may even be Bepachas Mekazais. The Rambam doesn't mention Kazais. The Minchas Chinuch claims in Mitzvah that even though the Rambam doesn't mention Kazais, it's only Bekazais. The love of Loisei Siru by all Kochim. The love of Baltasiru, Loisei Siru by Karim Pesach, is only if you leave over a Kazais of the, of the meat, uh, because all the shiurim are pikizayis, even though it doesn't say achilah here, nevertheless, the reason the Ramam doesn't mention it is because the aloch is. He'll mention kizayis only where there's lashes, because lashes you only get pikizayis. But because over here, by Luis Siru, there's no lashes anyway, there's no malchus, it's a salah, it's a, it's a, it's a lava nitik say, right? So it says the Ramam, there's no malchus, or according to other reasons, other, others say the reason is because there's love, shame by maisa, it's alcohol pun, and therefore, we there's no lashes, it makes no difference if it's a kezayis or less than a kezayis. That's why it doesn't mention the shir. That's the take of the Menchus So he seems to side to say that there is a shir of kezayis, of noiser, both by all kochim and by pesach. Well, here comes the Rabbit Shover going, no one like him, he knows all the Rashi's in Shas, like he knows everything. And he brings to our attention a Mufurish Rashi in Shas, which I'm surprised these Achronim didn't bring. Rashi in Besech the Chulin Dav Kufchav Hei Omadala, for those who learned Dav Yomi, you just finished Seder Kotchim, so you surely remember the Rashi. Rashi says, 
There's no such thing. Rashi Remember that Rashi. Now you'll remember it. Rashi says there's no such thing as noiser pochis mikazais. Noiser is only mikazais. So it's a mafurish Rashi. But here comes the Rabbi Chover and claims he's a big claim. He says the Rashi applies only to all kochim, to all sacrificial meat, not to korban pesach, not to korban pesach. And he says the reason is because by all kochim it's only bekezayis, because anything less than a kezayis is not shaykh noisar, it should be called noisar. He bases it on, it's not a joke, he doesn't make it up. It's not a svora. He brings toisvus in. So toisvus, I'm not going to talk to details, I'm just going to let you bring the maramakami so you look it up yourself. It's a toisvus in in Mesechta Shvuas, Daf Chavzayin on and it's a toisvus in Mesechta, that's in relation to a neder. And toisvus says that when one eats a loaf of bread, he doesn't in, in, incorporated in his vow is not the crumbs because even a, an adult when he eats a loaf of bread there will be crumbs so the crumbs weren't incorporated in his vow so it's obvious that crumbs are left over it's not even incorporated in what he was he never considered the crumbs which fall off while he eats Toysfer says the same thing about the leftovers of the oil in the loig shemen you have to have a specific amount of shemen the Gemara says in Mesechta Menaches Daf Chavzayin the Mishnah says, and therefore, if it's less than the measure of loik shemen, it's not good. So even if it's less, it's, it's going to affect it. Nevertheless, the Gemara says in Mesech Tamanachas Dafchav Gimel, that there's, the Gemara describes a case where there's something left over of the oil in the loik, in this measure. So Teisvi says, yeah, there's a big difference of how much is left over. There's nothing left over, but then there's a mouth. You can't squeeze it out. You can't have to smear it off. Now let's take a bottle of whiskey, right? So you pour out as much as you can, but there's always some drop left, right? You can appreciate it. I try to squeeze the bottle. Now we should get as much as you can out of it, right? But there's always something left. So Toysvist says, even in relation to Kotshim, and also there's a Toysvist in Zvachim, so in relation to the Loik Shemen, that we say we don't consider that as leftover, because we don't, it's not called leftover. It's just because Lainit Natero Lamalachi Ashari says Toysvist. Right? It's not given to the Malachim. So it's only normal that it should be left over. Well, there is a Toysvis in the Sechta, Zvachim Daf Pevov says the same thing in relation to bones of the korb which is thrown away. So the meat left over on the bones are also not regarded as leftover. So Toys, the Rabbi builds up this theory, the Shita, that explained the Rashi, that there's no nicer, anything less than a Kazais. Because a Kazais, it's inevitable it's leftover. It's not, it can't even be regarded as leftover. He didn't leave it over. That's normal. If you leave over a kezayis, that's not normal. But anything less than a kezayis, if it's left over from a meal, because it's natural that those things should fall off or fall away, that's not regarded as nicer. So it's not even in a gather of chatzishir. The Milchah Skinner wants to say, less than a kezayis by kochim is chatzishir or samanatur. According to the Rabbi Shabbat, there's no nicer at all, anything less than a kezayis, based on that Rashi. But he's mechadish by korban pesach. It's a big chiddish. Korban Pesach, based on many Rashis, is a halacha of tefillah. That is, sub, sub, uh, it's, it's like, uh, it's secondary. It's tofel, tofel, right? So it says that women, there's a shayla, there's a machlok, the women actually participate as, as uh, initial participants of the korban, or they're only tefillin, they're only sub, subordinate to the korban. Baldera in relation to ketanim, etc., etc. So there's the concept by Korban Pesach, 
of tofei le korban pesach. So even if you're a monui, meaning even if you didn't eat a kezayis, but if you eat a kol shuhu, even a crumb, even a bit of that korban pesach, it may not be regarded as achilas kochim. It may not be regarded as achilas korban pesach. You're not the mekayim the mitzvah because with the mekayim the mitzvah of achilas korban pesach you need a kezayis, but it's still regarded as an achila in relation to korban pesach. Because by Korban Pesach, there's a din of failing. Those who, so to speak, are, are, are linked, linked to, the, to, the, to the main primary eaters and consumers of the Korban. All right? So because there's a din of failing based on the Rashis, he learns that the failing consume even crumbs, leftovers, shtiklach, less than the eyes of the Korban Pesach. So that is another reason why the Rambam says that you have to be mishpadl, not to leave over of the Korban Pesach at Boiker. It's only Allah of the Korban Pesach has to be discussed, and that's what the Michuk is saying. For another reason, because by Korban Pesach there's a new halacha, that you're not allowed to leave over even less than Ikezai's. By all Kochim, you're allowed to leave anything left over less than Ikezai's is not noisa. But by Korban Pesach, Vibald, it's Choshub in relation to the Tfelin, so therefore in relation to noisa, it's a problem. And Dibald, it's a problem in relation to Nisar, so we have to worry even about crumbs, even something less than Ikezai's. So therefore, the Ramam has to tell you this halacha, a special halacha only in relation to the Korban Pesach. With this, we conclude the general discussion. There's a lot more in the, in the Rogachover. I wouldn't say it's a tip of the iceberg, but it's a fair amount of what the Rogachover discussed. The Iker is that with that we, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll all, you appreciated the shir. I thank you very much for joining in. Uh, we didn't, uh, we're not going to schlep it out for two hours. We're finishing here. And again, this chus from the Yashikoyach for all of you participating. And Emir Hashem, hopefully, thanks to Menchi, will organize another share for us uh, whenever the correct suitable time. And uh, let's all together be mechavim that our Torah and the Shusvam, our Torah, like the Gemara says in the Sech the Soita, that Torah is Magino Matzla, that this should be. In addition to learning Torah Lushma and connecting to the Torah of the true Sarah Torah and learning Torah Sashem, connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, etc. So it should be, in addition to all of that, it's Magino Matzla, it protects and it, 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 and it, and it guards the Am Yisrael, etc., not just in the night of Pesach, but now and every night that we need, especially in these trying times, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be making a matzil upon us. It should be a little shemurim every single moment of our lives, that all those who need a refuah shleimu kreva, should have a refuah shleimu kreva, al-tiyah b'chesedit, kalabay necha, I will conclude with the story of the Rabbit Shavr. It's a known story recorded by Rav Zevin and many others, that there was this altar, an old woman who came into the Rabbi Chover and asked the Rabbi Chover to please give her a brocha because she was ill or whatever. And she begged him. And the Rabbi Chover said and refrained from giving brochas. He says, I'm not a Rebbe and I don't give brochas. There was another great sage, a scholar, a sage, a Rebbe or whatever, a holy man in the presence of the Rabbi Chover. And, you know, he's also like trying to push uh, uh, the Rabbi Chover and influence the Rabbi Chover and impress upon him to give the brocha to this woman. And this great sage tells the Rabbi Chover going, Madoch, if the Gemara says, that you shouldn't take a brocha of a, a plain person, a simpleton, likely, so Allah has come of a chamon, or question that the, the, the great sage, this great going, the Rabbi Chover going's brocha, it'll surely have a gewaldic impression and surely influence him to show him in the sky. So please give this woman a brocha. Said the Rabbi Chover going to this rov, why do I have to give a bracha with a kalvachaymer? You give a bracha without a kalvachaymer. So I'm giving a bracha, you get it? I give a bracha without a kalvachaymer. I'm a plain idiot. 
Und der Ebische soll geben, dass alle Jeden sollen geholfen werden. Und der Ebische soll uns hüten. Ich schreibe, und alle, die nicht gesund sind, sollen Und bis Schuss auf den Limitatoren und den Twillen. Und also definitely everyone of us will give Zdokke. So we have Tero, Twillen, Zdokke, is Marvin, Nesrei, Agzera, a gute Nacht, a kosher und fröhlichen Pesach, ja, schekoich, everybody, l'chai. Koyach, koyach. A gute Nacht. A gute Nacht, a gute Jahr.